What's up, buddy? What's happening, man? How you doing this weekend? Merry Christmas Eve. I appreciate that, man. Same to you. Happy holidays. Uh, happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. All the holidays. Just Let's just spend them and enjoy them and do what I yeah. like doing. And that's put a little Kahlua in your coffee. <laughs> All right. Uh, just don't tell the boss. Drink it on the job. Mm. So I won't, I won't let him know. I won't. <laughs> on no Christmas snitch, break, right? on Christmas break from one job, not off Christmas break for the other job. So, <laughs> dang, hey man, I feel that. Hey brother, um, quick question here for you. What's up? What is your like? You know, you're grown man. We're out of mom and dad's house. <laughs> That's what a, is what is what is that. your uh... grown man's a little stretch sometimes. <laughs> That second part, I got you. That and, first part, and, uh, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna follow that up here in a few minutes after we get them talking. <laughs> uh, what are some of your uh, traditions that you uh, do for the holidays, brother? Well, we usually keep it fairly simple um, right around here. I mean, we don't have a gigantic family here in in the Carolinas, um, unfortunately. But usually we're just, you know, we're, we're down to get together and everybody cook some food and chill out and just talk, you know, kind of reminisce of some things that gone down through the year and just enjoy some good food and company. Good deal, man. You know, we do, you, we do uh, some gift, gift giving as well, but, you know, okay. it's more about that, about that family time, you know. Definitely. Agreed. Agreed, man. What's uh, some of the things that you like eating around the Christmas holiday? Oh man, you know we're we're down for the. It's basically the same things as Thanksgiving. Oh, nice. But, um, you got your spiral cut ham. You know, just more. <laughs> oh, that that's of course is going to be on the list. Uh, <laughs> he's like, he's like, it's, it's just everything is uh, is red <laughs> instead of like orange and browns. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> It's all the same stuff, but uh, Christmas decorations. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> got you. Not the fall leaves around it, like, like Thanksgiving. Yeah, no, fa- no, yeah, no snow fall. Snow in the red and stuff. Um, <laughs> I'll put it like this, man. With you in that spiral ham, it's not Christmas until two things happen. One, Hans Gruber gets thrown off of a building, and you eat a spiral ham. Those are the two things that must happen to make it Christmas. I feel like those are the two things, man. If those two things don't happen, Christmas, we're skipping it. You know what I mean? Like, you got to <laughs> knock those off the list. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta, you That's great. One and two, you know what I mean? Just got to yeah. happen. Uh, no, nah, man. So I uh, I typically yeah. get up and make a breakfast bake um, in the morning and drink yeah, mimosas. amazing. Yeah, dude. It's uh, I've been doing it for maybe like 10, 15 year, years now, so... Yeah, kind of as long as I've been doing my Christmas okay. party. So yeah, something I like doing in the morning. So whoever comes through, get some Christmas bake, bro. Um, there you go. There you go. It's pretty awesome. Get you know uh, the 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 little bit of gifts given that you know happens, uh, but dinner at the parentals or, or the grands is whoever's hosting, yeah. and then um, and typically ending with a Christmas movie. So there's always like a mm. good Christmas movie, Christmas Day drop in the theater. Gotcha. So I typically have been ending uh, Christmas with a movie, so that's okay. probably going to happen. Good. We're recording this on Christmas Eve. Uh, that's probably going to happen at some point in time tomorrow, Christmas night. So, yeah, super excited for that it. That sounds awesome. Yeah, man, yeah. Uh, speaking of movies, you know, mm. we we talk, we just been talking about some great Christmas movies the last couple of weeks. Um, what are some non-Christmas Christmas movies that you enjoy? <laughs> well, when you ask me that, that, the first thing that pops into my head is Ghostbusters Two. Uh, you mm. know, going after after Vigo, uh, in in the in the sewer. <laughs> wow, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, you know, I love, love me some Ghostbusters, man. Love it, um, love it, love it. And then, like, 
for some reason, and I don't know why this year, but um, not a movie, but Hawkeye, the, the series, uh, popped in my head too. Oh, good one. That one, because that one, like that one. It, I mean, it's a series, but it's like the whole series is around Christmas is, time. Yeah, is Christmas. It's like it, it's. It's not the only like little piece of like actual Christmas stuff going on is like the like we talk about like the background of it, right? Yeah. Like yeah, there yeah. there's what they're doing has really nothing to do with Christmas other than like the background <laughs> story of it. And uh I love that a lot. Um I mean there's other movies, of course, you know, like uh one you talk about a lot is Iron Man three. You say it's very controversial, but <laughs> To who? To who? <laughs> It's on my list. I know it is. I know it, is. <laughs> it is on my yeah. list, bros. It's up there. I mean, there. Yeah, there's a bunch of good ones, but like those kind of pop into my head real quick. Good what about deal. you? I got a few here, man. Um, yeah, catch me if you catch me if you can. With uh, okay. the Steven Spielberg flick with Leonardo DiCaprio, um, there's a scene where him and Tom Hanks. Wish each other Merry Christmas, so it makes it a Christmas movie. Mm, uh, thumbs there up on that. Is, there is the movie Prometheus, dropped in 2012. There is a scene where uh, Charlie Theron and Idris Elba are in the, the main area of the spaceship, and yeah. Idris Elba is high as hell, and he is dancing <laughs> around a Christmas tree. Christmas movie, huh. right there. Oh, okay. Yep. Okay. I feel you. Definitely there. Obviously, like you said, Iron Man 3 takes place around mm. it. Um, yeah. trading, pl- trading Places, Dan Aykroyd, Eddie Murphy, mm-hmm. Christmas movie. No doubt about it. Entire time, just a Christmas movie there around the Christmas holiday. Uh, one more. Um, it, it's it's more really towards Christmas. Uh, Gremlins. Yeah, the I mean, original, yes, 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 agreed. Yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know. <laughs> that would be a Christmas no, movie, right. but it is set at Christmas time. Set at Christmas yeah. time. There's Christmas trees. There. Yeah. This is movie. Um, I mean, another, it's another literally Shane... Christmas gift. <laughs> <laughs> another yeah. Shane Black movie who did Iron Man 3 and Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. He did The Long Kiss Goodnight. So that's... Um, our man hmm. Samuel Jackson and Gina Davis that set around Christmas time, and nice. L.A. Confidential, uh, the 19, uh, 19, 1997 movie set in the 1950s. L.A. policemen, corruption, all that stuff takes place around Christmas time. But nice, my favorite, nice, nice. my favorite. Yes, there's Die Hard. Yes, there's Lethal Weapon. Yes, there's Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Yes, there's all these movies that oh, are yeah, set around Christmas time, but my favorite all-time Christmas movie is Batman Returns. Batman Returns is the yeah. ultimate Christmas. It's like a they, goth Christmas movie. Yes, yes. The just, one thing that's that, leather, that, <laughs> leather everywhere, <laughs> leather and rubber. <laughs> the only thing that's weird about it is like it's around Christmas time. You're you're wild. It's around Christmas time. It's it's after it's after Thanksgiving, but it's before Christmas. So it's some sometime in between that. Yeah. Where they they light the tree and then there's a mayoral campaign happening. Right. So that's the only thing that's weird. Usually those wow. campaigns are after Thanksgiving. So you know, it was bad it was a Tim Burton's dream psychotic movie is what he did so yeah <laughs> but still one of my favorites of all time there, so. yeah Agreed. team let Agreed. team let us know what some of your favorite non-christmas christmas movies are let us know in on our socials team yeah man and, and one thing we do you know it's not necessarily a tradition but sometimes it just depends on everybody's schedules is sometimes we open our gifts on christmas eve Ooh. um we open maybe we open some of them and then we're going over somewhere else to open some, something like that, you know? Nice, nice, uh, nice. But, but we opened our, our Christmas gifts today. Oh, wow. Because um, everybody wants to sleep tomorrow, and then we're going over to 
a buddy's house to for some food and stuff. Um, so I want to say I think we made it, Clyde. I'm going to show you a gift I got today. I think we finally made it. What is happening here? We finally made it, Clyde. Oh snap! Let me see if I can let me see if I can get this in here without like messing my mic up. Let's try it. Actually, I'm just going to push the mic out the way. I'm just going to push, push the it up mic. here a little bit. I I will narrate. Here we go. If if need here we go. Here we go. He has he has a he has a lightsaber. <laughs> he has a lightsaber. Oh my god! It makes the sound. Oh, we're we're humming right now. Oh, look at that. It's a blue lightsaber, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you know, I always thought you were a Sith Lord, too, and it, you're, you're not. I'm so glad about that. Yeah. We can still be friends. It's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a Luke replica. Nice. Look at that hilt, yeah. too, bro. Oh, dude, it's it's got some... It's like a... It's really like... You ever held, like, a gigantic mag light flashlight? Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's what it feels like. It feels like one of those. So, have so you, we're there, man. We made it. I'm gonna go ahead and retire you, and just play with that for the rest of my Jedi. life. It's gonna be a Jedi <laughs> night for the rest of my life. That's <laughs> what it's gonna do, ladies. Just gonna defend the galaxy from the forces of evil. <laughs> That's where. <we're> <laughs> what? What he's so that was a uh, that was a gift from my wife this year. Nice, nice, nice. From Christina, pretty amazing. With that being said, guys, I will be uh, having auditions for a podcast co-host because Javi is out. <laughs> Clearly, I will be out of. Uh, I will be out of planet off the planet yes. for a little while. <laughs> you be, you be all, off planet for a few uh, light years, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh man! Oh, good stuff. At least you're a good guy. That's all that matters. Art, but like, I appreciate it. Are you a good guy though, in regards to like, you know, who, who was the good know, guys in, in Star Wars? <laughs> yeah, we have we've had this discussion a few times. Uh, <laughs> I love this discussion. Um, you know, if if you're counting like war crimes, I'm not really sure which side <laughs> is uh is doing doing good or not. But all, all I'm saying is know. like, Han killed a lot of people. In that damn Millennium Falcon, okay? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> just, not to mention just the just the droids in the movie just destroying ships and stuff on, on a regular basis. Uh, just doing my job. Some of the, I, I got, yeah, I got a pension, damn it. <laughs> got five years and I can quit this damn thing, man. Yeah. Yeah, they do take out take out a lot of soldiers and such throughout the Throughout the timeline, but you know, if you believe in yourself, I, I don't know where I'm going with this, Clyde. I was, I, I don't know either, on. but <laughs> I, don't know. I, was, I was trying to think of something cool, but uh, it didn't work out. That's fine. Welcome to this episode of Movie in a Pod. I am Clyde Smith, and I am Javier Villalobos. This week's episode, we're discussing the trailers for Miller's Girl, the American Society of Magical Negroes, and our movie of the week, Rebel Moon, Part 1, A Child of Fire. Mm. Welcome, 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 and Merry mm. Christmas, Feliz Navidad. All that good stuff. All team. of them. All of them. Guys. All of them. Hope you're doing well in this holiday season. Hope you're feeling merry, festive. Hope you've been enjoying our Christmas pods lately. Um, we got some trailers for you, team. Uh, something from... So you can look at the full reactions of these trailers that I know nothing about. Just plucked them a few hours Same. ago. Same. And we're going to check them out, guys. You see our full reactions on our YouTube page, um, across our socials. Click that link tree oh, yeah. in the show notes in the description. Don't forget, always, guys, like, share, subscribe. <clears throat> All right, team. We have uh, Miller's Girl. According to IMDb, a creative writing assignment yields complex results between a teacher and his talented 
student. Well, this is a uh, story that we've definitely seen before. Uh, yes. yes JV, give me your thoughts about this, bro. Uh, you know, it's um, one of those things where we're going to watch this movie and be like, don't do it, man. Just don't do it. What are you doing? Why are you doing that? <laughs> uh, just like we did in the trailer. <laughs> we watched the trailer. Yep. Um, oh man, it's a touchy subject for one, like watching this trailer, you got a girl who's going to destroy this dude's life, even though nothing has happened. Um, and I guess the reality yeah. is, is you probably handle that pretty easily. We, we, uh, we didn't see obviously it was a trailer, so we didn't see everything, but like yeah. we don't know what he might have done. You know what I mean? So there's so many like what ifs True. in this in this movie, in this trailer that we didn't get to see. I I guess you have uh, no, don't, don't, don't don't worry about that. That was my don't worry about that. Is that Friday? Is that Friday on? <laughs> yeah. hey man. All right. All right, Tony Stank over yeah. here I'm working with. Um, Sorry about that. Let me lose my damn train of thought. Uh, so, yeah, we we don't know. There's there's a lot of uh, what-ifs that are happening in this trailer. Yeah. Is he leading her up? Why are they sharing a smoke? Why are they so close together, well, right? Like, the relationship yeah, the was... relationship is teacher-student. Let's keep it like, yeah. like that. So Well, there was one scene where... She kind of threatens Straddles him. him. Um, I don't, I don't remember that one particularly, but <laughs> <laughs> but there's one scene where she like get gets in his face and says like, "You wouldn't do that or don't do that or something like that." That's the straddling but, scene. You know, but it was more of like a threat. Like, if you do that, then something's going to happen. At least that's how and I took it from that scene. That's that's how everybody took it. It was like he was in a <laughs> corner and couldn't do anything about it. Just get out, bro. Like, literally, get yeah. in that damn that Jordan Peele movie, Get Out. Like, the, the quit yeah, yeah. teaching where you are. Screw your tenure. I know. I know you're one yeah. year away from tenure and getting your yeah, pension and stuff, but get out of there. Yeah, because no matter what the end result is, it's not going to be good. Nope. You should only be meeting these students in your classroom with your with a TA there. Um, <laughs> yeah. You just got to be careful in this day and age, man. But we'll see what happens mm -hmm. here. We'll see what happens here, man. I do yeah. like the star power. <clears throat> That is in this flick. Looks like a smaller flick. Here we got Martin Freeman and Jenny Ortega leading the screen. So, um, guys, we're follow us on our socials. Uh, let us know your thoughts. This is coming from the mind of uh, written, directed by Jade Hallie Bartlett. All right, team. We have the American Society of Magical Negroes. Uh, great title. Um, <laughs> according to IMDb, Aaron is recruited into a secret society of black people of magical black people who dedicate their lives mm -hmm. to a cause of utmost importance. We've got here, this one's come from uh, written directed by Kobe Lilby, uh, starring Justice Smith and David Allen Greer and a whole host of other people as well. Michaela Watkins, yeah. Aisha Hines, Tim Balch, Rupert Friend, and so on and so, so forth here. Uh, JV, I'm going to say, say this man, <laughs> like this is, like we've seen <clears throat> secret magical societies before we've yes. like, you know, you go, we've seen like CIA type things where you go behind the door and then this is basically like Harry Potter world for black people. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's what right. it is. But then like the cause and the reason why they're a society and why they exist, that's where the fun comes into play. I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, because you know there are those. We, we live in a society where there are those tropes where we have to 
right? People fear danger and fear colored people. And we're the, we're the ones who have to make them feel better. So they're not scared of us. You know what I mean? So <laughs> they're playing right into that <laughs> dynamic and yeah. they're good. They're going to make it light. They're going to make it funny. There's going to be some, some real social commentary in here as well. Uh, this one right. I'm actually excited about, man. This, this looks like a fun time that is hopefully going to be eye-opening for some people as well. So, Yeah, definitely a very lighthearted trailer anyways. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, looking forward to this movie. This movie is pretty funny. And then, like like I said in the trailer, too, like, why, why on earth would you not tell him all the information up front? Or if, if that was the <laughs> case, like, or if they did, like, Bro, you didn't read the fine print. You always gotta read the fine print, bro. Yeah, yeah. Gotta mm. do that, man. So, guys, with us on our socials, uh, the American Society of Magical Negroes, let us know your thoughts of this one. All right, man. L- let's let's jump into it. We have Rebel Moon, Part One. A Child of Fire. Uh, this one just dropped this past Friday. Uh, directed by Zack Snyder. Written by Zack Snyder, Kurt Johnstad, and Shay Hatton. This has a $166 million budget, which I believe is for part one and two. For both, oh both, uh, both oh. sections of this two-hour movie, two and 20 hours. Uh, no gross, obviously. It's a Netflix drop. Mm-hmm. Starring in this, we have Sophia Botella as Cora, uh, Diamond Hanso as Titus, Ed Screen as uh, Atticus Noble, Michael Huseman as Gunner, Donna Bay as Nemesis, Ray Fisher as Darian Bloodaxe, Charlie, Charlie Hunnam as Kai, Anthony Hopkins as the voice of Jimmy. Uh, and Stas Nyar as Tarak. And many more. Many, many, many so more there. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, <throat> go ahead and give us the, that quick synopsis flick, man. Uh, a group of misfit warriors band together to fight a military looking for total control of whatever they want. Wait, are we doing Star Wars? I didn't get that memo. Yes, uh, I was. I was. Uh, <laughs> it was like a mix of mix of Star Wars and uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> agreed, agreed. There, man. Yeah, it was All like right. the the beginning of it for me was like Guardians, and then towards the end was more Star Wars. Yeah, it was just. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's start it here, man. We got. Uh, Sophia Butella as Cora, a former member of the Imperium who rallies warriors from across the galaxy to fight against the Mother World. Um, you know, we we get to meet her as our protagonist, as the leader of this ragtag group of people, and yeah, we we know that she's like you can just tell that she's battle hardened, right? Like she's seen some stuff. She's on this distant planet, right? right? Um, but she has definitely seen some stuff, but she's around this farming community and this in within yeah. this farming community, there's just good people who are just trying to have a good time living in their village. They, um, you know, grow corn or whatever they, they grow there. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just trying to do their thing, but you know, there, there's some, the way that she feels in the underlined of what her backstory is. We don't really get to know that at first. And I kind of, I enjoy that. I enjoy that aspect yeah, of like, little, let, little let, mystery. let's let a little bit of mystery here. Let's unfold exactly who you are, what you're about, how badass you actually are. Um, definitely enjoy that. So yeah. Uh, with, with, with her, as we move forward, we learn that she is actually the ultimate badass weapon um just just ultimate on a warrior killing machine uh yeah so part like, of uh that military training that 
we learn about later, like you said, um, she's uh, basically been trained since she was a kid to take people out and be awesome in her She's role really as a military military whatever military position she was in yeah yeah and she's like fantastic at it man um i i loved the opening fight scene that we got to see her in uh just showcase her badassery and like yeah. as we progress and as we continue man we just see her just whoop ass take names now the one thing that Zack snyder does man is like he takes a beautiful woman like Sophia Butella and anytime that there's a really badass flip, kick, punch, jab, laser shot or yeah. whatever, it's in slow-mo. So you got to see Sophia oh, yeah. in the full extent of her badassery, man. I, they, I keep on saying that yeah. word, but that's, that's <laughs> literally how I felt every time that she was in combat is because... Yeah, there's just still frames every time that she would do do something, a little, a little too much in my opinion. But we'll talk about that here in in a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we're also yeah, dealing, yeah. we're also dealing with the Zack Snyder movie. So, <laughs> <laughs> surprised the whole movie wasn't you know four hours all in slow motion. <laughs> the entire thing, yes. <laughs> big slow motion movie. Oh, all right here we have. Um, <laughs> Daman Hansu as Titus, a former general of the Imperium, recruited to lead the fight against the Mother World. Uh, smaller role here. We pick him up like midway through the movie. Um, yeah. But the fact that he did work for the Imperium, the Mother World, and now he's on this rebel side is really good news for the rebels, really bad news for the Imperium because Agreed. he knows all their tactics, right? And. Yeah, Stamon Hansu, he always looks like a badass on the screen, and mm -hmm. he just looks really, really cool with a gun. He's one of those actors, man, and I don't like. I really love seeing it. Right, you can you see him in like these different roles, and you're just down. like, Best movie it made. works. It it works. Whatever he does, man, it works. You know what I mean? He has not had a role that I was just like, yeah, that's not a good fit. You know what I mean? Like that's so. Uh, I don't know, guys. You know what I mean? Like Terrence Howard yeah, and Iron Man. I was like, that's well. not a good fit. You know what I mean? But Demon Hansu, you, you voted him out, man. Jeez. <laughs> yes, I had that power up yeah. there at Marvel yeah. Studios. Yes. <laughs> you sent that 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 email off and gone. What's going on around here? Started a, started a petition. <laughs> Get him out of here. Bring in Don Cheadle. So. <laughs> all right we have the yep. uh ultimate baddie here who's not really a bad like i don't i it's screen as atticus yeah. noble he's an admiral in balasaris's right hand man i just felt like he was not he was intimidating with all of his guards and everything around him because yeah. nobody's gonna pop off when there's like 50 armed soldiers around you but just him by himself, he just didn't give me, like, badasser. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I was looking for out of my villains. And if we're comparing right. Guardians of the Galaxy, Star Wars and stuff, the villains in those were intimidating by themselves, were scary by themselves. Yeah, yeah they, had, they had legions of people who would follow them, but, like, he just never gave me that vibe. Just because he wore a tie half the time? Like, come on, dude. <laughs> come on come on come on Atticus. No, not his bow tie, no, he bow tie. <laughs> uh, yeah I agree he was um, he just seemed like that kind of brat who was just out um, being bratty because he was you know uh, untouchable kind of thing yeah exactly yeah um, we got Michael Mikhail Hoosman as Gunner, a farmer and friend of Korra who joins her and attempts to defend the homeland of Velt. Uh, you know, he was the one, he's just a farmer. And yeah, I actually liked this character because you saw just a very scared farmer kind of stand up and be like, no, like, 
there's there's a hero in me. There's there's these qualities in me that I've never been able to unearth, and now I'm forced to, and I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to protect my my world, especially after he kind of like. I mean, it, it's his fault this is happening to begin with. Okay, you know? you're getting there. You're getting there. Okay, I was, I was about to. <laughs> I was about to get to that point. <laughs> I was like, you're talking. So you're giving this dude mad props right now for a uh, problem he caused for the most part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I see it. I'm seeing it both ways. You know, what I mean? I'm seeing it yeah, both, both exactly, ways. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. He's he's the he definitely uh, was kicking some ass there, and I appreciated mm. that out of him. But at the same exact time, yeah, dude, you are. <sighs> yeah. No. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Here we. Get, we, we got some others here. Uh, Duna Bay is nemesis, a cyborg swordmaster. She destroys a humongous spider woman, um, mm. which was interesting, but also like it's an interesting like introduction to this person, but also very weird yeah. because the rest of the rebels were just standing there watching her. Yeah. Also, I just thought, like you know, you see some like different like alien uh cultures right as we're moving along and all of a sudden there's just a big spider lady it's like all right then <laughs> yeah cool <laughs> yeah all right awesome cool awesome lady. awesome uh ray fisher is in here as darian blood axe a warrior recruited by cora we meet him towards the end of, of the film and he's in on the fight he actually was the one that um gunner was selling the the grain to under the table and uh now he's in on the fight because the fight comes to his area where him where yeah. him and his people are so he has no choice but the but to join um charlie hunnam so when i said when you said like six minutes in i know you were talking about Corey stall right um Actually, I was re- referring to just the uh, the uh, speech that was being given at the time. Oh, when he's, oh uh, I got it. <laughs> oh, just okay. I did catch that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, the whole, so guys, the speech so, about what was going on. So, yeah. So, so guys, Javi started this movie before me, and I. F- finished it before him don't ask questions i don't know how but we basically <laughs> kind of watched it together he sent me a text he was like dude six six minutes again you're gonna be hell hell yeah i did say hell yeah because i saw Corey stall and i like him he's a good actor i was talking about him in yeah. a few minutes but for me it was 54 minutes and when i saw charlie hunnam's character kai i was like oh okay now this story is yeah. legit we got him charlie hunnam i i just love him as an actor he's so good um yeah He's Kai. He's a mercenary and starship pilot hired by Korra. His entrance into this is pretty badass. Um, the fact that he runs around and helps out Gitz, uh, Tarak, and some other people is really cool as well. Um, yeah. There's a turn. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll leave that, we'll <laughs> yeah, leave that for a, the movie. A little twist there. You know, some, some things like, some <laughs> things in, great in is movies, like, right? What's up? Yeah. I was gonna say, what's great is like the characters are like, yeah, we really like these guys. They're you know they're doing awesome, but you know uh, <laughs> things take a little turn. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, like the, he's the opposite of Gunner. <laughs> yeah, like so, and 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 with Kai as well. I I didn't. There was no foreshadowing, right? Like, yeah, I, I've been I've been reading a lot about how to put together a good script and a good story and when there's turns right there's a there's something that you see or you hear or something is said that like calls back to oh yeah i actually i could watch this again and see that this was going to happen uh yeah this it was just like yeah i'm I'm with you guys and now i'm not Mm -hmm. okay because yeah because you're just a (laughs) mercenary cool yeah yeah thanks for the thanks for the heads up script so um (laughs) i was excited and then kind of let let down by his character so yeah 
Um, mm. Sir Anthony Hopkins as the voice of Jimmy, the last member of a race of mechanical knights that was recruited by Cora. <sighs> um, <laughs> I just uh, just another thing, right? Just another. Uh, didn't do storyline to be thrown in the mess. Like I thought he was gonna go on the fight with them. No, he stays back on Velt and like gets a, a horn of sticks. What am I? What am I watching here, dude? Like, <laughs> like yeah. Uh, I mean, part two maybe something will come out of that, but. You know. That part was that part was really annoying. I was expecting yeah. Jimmy to be in the fight the entire time. Yeah, overriding his programming to to save people or something like that. You know, you know what I mean. So one of those things, but but nah. Hey, like you got Sir Anthony Hopkins, so you have a great narrator of the story, but you see him a little bit in the beginning, and then you see him at the end. It's just like, okay, cool. Yeah. A uh, couple other characters here we're going to talk about. Uh, Stasnayer as Tarak, a nobleman turned blacksmith with the ability to bond with animals of nature. Used it for a really dope Avatar-type scene and then didn't need the power ever again in the movie. Didn't need, need that skill. No need. Just give him a gun. No He's good to go, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Wild. <laughs> I don't... Uh... Frothy as Balasar, a tyrant who sees control of the mother world, a person. Um, we have what's her Jenna Malone as Hamada, a humanoid alien with spider like features. Okay. Oh, uh, there you go. Yeah. I mean, and then you know, spider like. It was just a spider. She was just yeah. a spider. It was no spider like. Yeah. yeah. Then we got Carrie Ells as the king. I did notice him. In the flashback, I was like, oh, that's Carrie Ells, man. That's Robin Hood Men and Tights oh, right man. there, bro. Let's uh, go. Let's go. <laughs> all right, man. Uh, let, let's talk about the look and the feel of this movie. Um, sets and music. Talk to me, brother. Uh, a lot of uh, big, beautiful scenes, um, especially at the beginning when they're in the uh, actual little village. Um Whatever it was, if it was morning time, late at night, I don't really understand their their day cycle. But you get to see this. <laughs> you get to see, you know, the the orbiting planets or moons or whatever they are, which was which was beautiful. <laughs> I don't know how many. How many is it souls? Is it cycles? I don't yeah, know. I'm not sure on, what on Velt. I don't know what kind of rotation. <laughs> Continue. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was good. Oh gosh. Uh, uh, we're in space. We're in big spaceships. Um, what was cool? One of the cool places was the big mining city. Uh, uh-huh. They go to. Um. Just like big, those big industrial like planets that everybody goes to at some point on their adventures are always really cool to see. Uh, just a bunch of different places. All of them were pretty cool in their own way. Um, yeah. But we did see a lot of different settings. It wasn't just held up on one location. Yeah. No, ag- agreed there. Like the one thing that Zack Snyder does well is that the location of what he's doing, where he's at, even though it's like, it's like practical mixed with blue and green screen. He still makes it look vast and and beautiful, man. He learned that by doing the movie 300 and has used it ever Mm. since and has kicked butt doing it as well. Um, So that's something I do, even though like they're in a studio in downtown LA or something, you know, the entire time. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, probably he, he makes or something. Yeah, he makes it look very <laughs> beautiful, man. So I definitely appreciated that. O- outside of that, man, like the look of it, like there's good CGI in this movie. There's bad CGI in this movie. Um, yeah. I feel like for 160, 
there's a lot of bad CGI in this movie, man. Um, mm. I also, like I said earlier, there was way too many, like, stop slow shots or whatever it is, man. Like, I, yeah, this yeah. Is, I know this is, I know this is his thing. This is what he's known for, but like, in one fight scene, I counted like seventeen. <laughs> and yeah yeah you gotta you gotta blend those in uh i don't know man just just like his thing if you exactly like if you do the slow down thing you do the slow down like because like it's a big awesome looking action stunt fight scene fight move or whatever that you really want to focus on to see but if everything in that scene is slow-mo Nothing is letting you get no off factor. It it yeah. pulls you away. It pulls you away from like yep. every cool thing that like uh Kai not Kai but Cora is doing. Um and you're just not having fun anymore, man. Like it was cool to see, yeah. but like okay, where's my focus need to be? That's where I was every time everything slowed down. It happened one too many times. Yeah. Whatever. That's Zack Snyder yeah. and you know my with Zack Snyder, so. Uh, <laughs> uh, music is talked to you by, brought us by Tom Alkenborg. So what I was expecting, right, and he's Junkie XL, and he's worked with, um, he's with Zack Snyder on Justice League and a couple other movies as well. He doesn't do a bad job. It's just the fact that it matters, like, I don't get... I don't get like a space opera vibe that he was going for. It was just an, a straightforward action movie type sound. Yeah, I mean that's kind of across the board, though. Um, yeah, for me anyway. We can get to that at the at the end of here for thoughts and ratings, but it was um, it was like that, and I agree. It really didn't bring out like this big. Uh, this big universe, this big, that, that tone that you're, we're in this gigantic universe. It was like, we were, you know, crawling through vents in a big, tall building, you know, trying to knock Hans Gruber off. You know what I mean? That's yeah. the vibe that I got from this, from this score, man. Like it's Christmas Eve. I'm trying to beat the shit out of Hans Gruber and the rest of his guys. Like I don't. Uh, that's the vibe that I got. You're right. You're right, man. Oh, that's all, all we're all we're missing for us to be a Botel is be like, Kaye, mother trucker. You know what I mean? That's all we're missing. That's all we're missing, and we're good. Uh. Yeah. All right. All right, man. Yep. Let's 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 uh talk about a theme here. I don't have one. <laughs> no uh, power of friendship this time. No, can't use no that power. One. Can't well, fall back. Well, uh, can't, can't even power of friendship. Can't use that because uh, Kai the mercenary messed that up, right? Like, <laughs> I mean, oh man, I was like Gunner messed it up at the get go, but you know it's whatever. You know, still, <laughs> yeah, still bad. I don't, I don't want to blame him. I was like, what's wrong with me? Here? I usually blame the guys like that. You're right. Um. I don't, I mean, yeah, it's a still mad at him. Like she's trying to like, Cora's trying to run away from her past for the things that she's done. Right. And her past catches up to her. And now she feels obligated to protect this new home of hers. That's, that's the story, man. Like that's. Yeah. And then venturing all over the place to to get these warriors together and you know, maybe that maybe that little village needed to actually do this to help them grow some, you know, uh, it's, it's a little, it's a little crazy. It's, it's a little crazy, man. I'll, 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 I'll it's leave it there for my, for my, yeah. for my theme. All right, team. Uh, that's our conversation about Zack Snyder's uh, 2023 fl- uh, flick, Rebel Moon, A Child of Fire. 
JV, give me your thoughts and ratings, man. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, man. Um, what is this with, you know, we kind of saw a little bit of the critic stuff and things like that. We talked about that. And uh, when did it, like, not caring about that because it can really swing either way for for the audience member. Uh, but, after, you know, I watched it. It was two hours and some change. And there were some cool moments in it for me. Uh, but all in all, at the end of it, it was just like, we're just kind of trying to redo a lot of stuff. And it seemed a little unnecessary. Yeah. No, okay. uh, and that being said, I mean, it was pretty cool. Like some of the fight scenes and seeing some of these, you know, uh, some of the places we, the, the sets and things like that and the different places they go to is cool to see all that. But for me, like the story as a whole just was like, all right seems like we're doing this gigantic movie for this little small cause. Um, which, you know, maybe that's going to explode in part two, but we're not there yet. So for right now, kind of seemed like it was going to be this gigantic thing and it ended up in this little small, small thing of like protect this little town. Yeah. Or this little village. Okay, cool. Um, I think for this one, for me this week, for part one, I'm a, it's going to get two buckets of popcorn for me. Uh, super long, for one. Uh, came in at the end and just kind of didn't really deliver for what is as big of a movie as this was going to be and as it was, really. It was a big movie. It really didn't deliver nothing great at the end. I didn't feel like it did anyway part one so two bucks for me what about you man yeah man um mm. uh there was like the central plot is woman is cast out to far away planet laying low woman past catches up woman goes finds others to fight or new home. Big, big galactic empire mother world is just bad. Okay, cool. Um, that's yeah. the movie. Part that's, what, <laughs> that's what we got. Along, along the way, we've seen a spider woman get killed. Uh, we've yes. seen some guy with his shirt off drive uh ride a bird dragon thing um only one time falcor you know what i mean whatever um you know and (laughs) we've seen the big bad guy die and get reborn there's just so much happening in this movie that just doesn't make any sense right and i'm just gonna say it kind of looked like mustafar a little bit but that's just me i'm saying (laughs) Uh, He got reborn, so it was just like, oh, here comes, yeah. here comes Vader. Are we going to do Vader now? Like, there was so yeah. much here that just, we just were jumping around. There was nothing really made sense. Um, yeah. That, that's what sucks. It's like, he's, you know, it's a big movie. A lot could have happened in part one to make it very, very enjoyable, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it just, it just, like, you know, we kind of discussed was just kind of a playing, replaying parts of things we've seen already. And exactly. I We have seen every, everything that, that happened in this movie. We have definitely seen, and we've seen it done better. So, <laughs> this one, man, you know how I feel about Zack Snyder's movies. Uh, he has made two good movies in, in my lifetime. <laughs> In, in his lifetime, in everybody's lifetime, uh, <laughs> this one gets one bucket of popcorn, dude. Oh, no. 
don't think I don't know if that's if that's ever happened before. This is not a good movie. <laughs> it's not a good time. Uh man. I don't I don't feel you know, that that core I don't feel like Cora is like I don't understand Yeah. Why she feels the, the need to even like per- I just it was just so much like what? Okay. Well, I mean, I can I can see the the reason behind her story. I just don't see the reason behind the scale of this movie. This whole movie could have been a smaller scale altogether. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. And probably been a lot better, right? Or the storyline be a big bigger scale to go along with the scale of the movie that they made. And weren't we weren't um, we waiting weren't we getting the rebels to come back to protect the town and they never came back to the town until the end of the movie after they defeated the insurgents or whatever. So like mm-hmm. what? I mean, I was, that was the whole that's what I was leading up to at the end of this movie <laughs> that the, 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 the last fight was gonna be on their home turf and I yeah, dude. One bucket one bucket of popcorn. I will not watch this there movie again. I will just watch the second one when it drops in April. Uh, but this is yep. trash, man. This is this is a heap. Um, this is not good. Oh man, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, the two buckets basically came from a big scale movie that had some pretty cool scenes in it. Uh, other than that, yeah. My at. man fell so, all the way off of a freaking hanging thing, and they—they're bringing him back. Like, there's just so much. You know, you know. They—they they got, they got the technology. Science uh, is—it's 2024, or right around the corner, 2024. Science, <laughs> science has. Uh, it's gotten us to that point, so you know. it was, it's the Ricky Bobby line. It's like uh, with my my income, <laughs> the way science is this day, I can live to about three hundred and four. <laughs> Thank you for subscribing to this week's episode, talking through Rebel Moon Part One: A Child of Fire. Next week, we'll be discussing the James Wan sequel, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. You can catch that in a theater near you. Like always, I am Clyde Smith. You can find me across all socials. I am Clyde D. Smith. I'm Javier Villalobos. You can find me across all socials at MrJ8200. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Feliz Navidad.